0: What's up, everybody? And welcome to another episode of OT Takes, Overtime Takes, whatever you really want to call it. I am here with the great Zach Gray. How you doing, man?
1: I'm doing good. It's a great day to do a podcast.
0: Second one of the day. This is actually kind of weird.
1: People forget we're recording in advance.
0: Yeah, so I'm about to go on vacation, so you'll hear this podcast. So this podcast you're hearing today, we recorded... On Thursday, and the one you're going to hear on Thursday, we we recorded the week before. So, this time next week when you're listening to this podcast, just think about me chilling in the sand, having a good time with my family, because that's what I plan on doing.
1: I am very jealous of you. I wish I was doing the same.
0: Also, think about me beating Dwayne Wade one-on-one in basketball.
1: (laughs) I cannot wait for his appearance on the podcast. For those who don't know, Dwayne Wade will be on the podcast sometime uh, next week. That's
0: the plan. Yeah, I, I had a dream, and it's gonna come true.
1: I can't wait. He's my favorite player growing up.
0: He was so good, man. I just I had a grudge against him growing up because he beat my of Mavs in '06.
1: Yeah, of course you did.
0: He beat my Mavs in '06. Like, like I love him. Like he's great, great player. But you know, he beat my Mavs, man. It was just tough rooting for him. You know. Yep. <laughs> Alright, so with that being said, let's switch topics. Today is Top 10 Tuesday, and I don't think we said that at the start. They knew. They knew, yeah. So today is Top 10 MLB players, or our favorite MLB players to watch. Not necessarily the 10 best, but just 10 guys that are like, okay, this guy's playing, I'm going to turn on the TV. So I think usually, you know, we just kind of hop straight into our list, but we both have honorable mentions that we need to mention so we don't get critiqued too, too much. So I'm going to let you go first. Give me your, your honorable mentions.
1: Yeah, so my honorable mentions, uh, first off, I want to say it was hard to find uh, myself to put pitchers on the list. Sorry, pitchers. Um, really, like, the reason they're not on my list and they're a little bit dis- like disqualified for me was because a lot of pitchers, Um. well, <laughs> I say a lot, but all pitchers don't pitch every day. Like, they pitch every fifth day. So it's, it's hard to put those those guys on the list of most fun to watch. Um, but, yeah, so I'll, I have three pitchers on my list. I'll start there. Um, Luis Castillo for the Reds. Um, yes, the ace. pick. Young guy. Nasty changeup. Um, second, I have uh, Max Scherzer. Um, obviously one of the best ever. And the last pitcher I have on my honorable mentions are um, is Garrett Cole. I know he has um, resurrected his career to being one of the best starters. And the way he, he dominates people with his fastball um, is, is, is quite impressive, to say the least. So those are my pitchers. Um, I have three uh, position players. Ironically, they're all third basemen. Um, Ke- Chris Bryant is my first uh, position player, honorable mention. Thank you. Um, yeah, he's, he's pretty good. Um, Matt Chapman is my next one for the A's.
0: He's one of mine as well, yeah.
1: I just like the way he plays defense, obviously, and he, he can hit some bombs. And then to round it out, I have uh, little red's love, A. Eugenio Suarez, uh, turning into one of the better players in the National League. Going to hit 55 home runs uh, in a 162-game in season if they have it. So, um, yeah, he's on my list. He's really good. If you don't know about A. Eugenio Suarez, you should check him out.
0: So I've got... Two pitchers and two position players on my honorable mention. So for the pitchers, we've got Jacob DeGrom, Cy Young Award winner, one of the best pitchers in our game. Maybe the best pitcher in our game right now. Uh the yes. second guy, yeah, he's he's dominant. Like he's he's so good, man. Uh the next guy on my list is Chris Sale. Like he's just I just like I could sit down for an hour and just watch him throw a slider. Because his slider is just absolutely disgusting. You know, yeah, it's, it's gross. It's like he's throwing a frisbee, you know, and it's just it's crazy, right? Right. So though those are my two pitchers on my, my honorable mention. I've got three more on my list. So yeah, there, there there's my two pitchers and my two position players are Francisco Lindor. I did not put him on my list. I really wanted to. Yeah, I wanted to so bad. He's in my opinion, he's the best shortstop in baseball. And I'm a Cubs fan, so that should tell you how much I like Francisco Lindor. And, you know, he's awesome. He's one of my favorite guys to watch. I just, I like watching some of these other guys on my list a little bit more. And the other guy is Josh Donaldson. I love him. I love Josh Donaldson to death, man. The bringer of rain. Especially when he was in Toronto. (laughs) You said what?
1: The bringer of rain.
0: Really? Like, you talk about a guy who's just trying to hit bombs every at bat? Like, that's Josh Donaldson.
1: Yeah, that, uh, Josh Donaldson's alright. I like Josh Donaldson more. Um, with the Blue Jays than I do now, but definitely a good good honorable mention.
0: So with that, let's get into our our top 10 list. All right, give me your your number 10.
1: I have a pitcher, and uh, you mentioned him in your honorable mention. It's going to be Jacob deGrom. Um, It's hard not to put a guy like that on on a list like this, especially with just how dominant he is uh, when he gets the ball. Um, There's a handful of pitchers in baseball um, throughout the years where uh, you just give them the ball and you're in the game. Like you're, you have a chance to win the game every single time. I don't care how bad your team is, how bad you're doing in the season, how bad your losing streak is, how many you've lost, you know, you give that guy a ball and, and he's the stopper. He's the guy that's going to uh, uh, keep you in games and give you a chance to win every time he's out there and and exactly. most likely dominate and most likely dominate the the opposing lineup.
0: Yeah. Like he's, yeah, I, you know the inter, the baseball player in me thinks that it'd be fun to face a guy like that, and then like you step in the box and it's like you know, that, that wasn't a lot of fun.
1: <laughs> right, I would go yard often, but that's another story.
0: Yeah, I'd probably like slap one the other way for like a single because that's just kind of what I do. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, so. Degrom,
1: Degrom's nice. I think people, uh, I think people are, are still. At least casual fans are still like uh, Kershaw and those big names. But, and DeGrom is a big name, but um, I think but he hardcore, for the baseball Mets. Fan, yeah, hardcore baseball fans know who Jacob DeGrom is. I, I'm i not sure because I don't have a lot of like casual baseball friends. A lot of my friends are like me and you where it's like hardcore baseball fans. I get a sense, though, that he's not as respected or appreciated uh, as much as some of the other guys, but that could be totally wrong
0: yeah I'm with you most of my baseball most of my friends are either like all in on baseball or they're all out right but yeah he's you know he's i think he's the best pitcher in baseball I'll just kind of stake my claim and like i just like he's you know throwing a hundred with like a ninety mile an hour slider that's moving like crazy he's just he's he's just good like he's the best pitcher in baseball I really don't know how else to describe him. Honestly. Yeah,
1: hard hard to talk about hard to talk about a guy that's, that's that talented uh, without repeating how good he is, you know. So, who you got it, Tim?
0: Yeah. Zach Grinky, and here's why. Ugh. I'm sure some of y'all are like, yeah, I know. I just like the fact that in a world full of power pitchers and guys throwing like 97 and up, we've got this pitcher who can who comes in and throws like 88 mile an hour two seams and just get gets guys out right. I think he's kind of a, a splash from the past a little bit. He wasn't you know, always like that. Control. He wasn't, but he is now. Like he's, I think the closest he's, thing that we have to an old school pitcher right now, maybe outside of you know, yeah, Hendricks. He's good too. But then he, know, I was trying not, to, I was trying not to put Cubs on my list because I just know people are going to be like, oh, you're just putting them on your list because you're a Cubs fan. So I, you know, he like threw key. like
1: 97 at one point in his career consistently.
0: Yeah, so did Bartolo Colon, which I think I know, is hilarious. Isn't that
1: crazy that that you it takes a it takes a certain um, type of guy to go from being able to blow fastballs by people to um, then learning how to. I, I hate when I hate when people say learn how to pitch because if you have a fastball that that goes by like you can throw it by people, that is literally pitching. Like you're getting outs, you're literally pitching. Yeah, I think I think I agree, a better yeah. way to a better way to describe it is he changed his approach. Right, he changed how he pitched. He changed what he did on the mound. It's not he learned how to pitch. He just changed what he was doing. Uh, exactly. Both are, yeah. Both are effective, and yeah, I think I think that's a good a good pick. Strictly just because, like you said, he's the fun about watching him is that you remember. His Cy Young year, when when he was humming cheddar by people and stuff like that, and now you you watch a game and now he's crafty. He's getting people out in different ways, using different types of pitches. Um, and I think, like you said, there's we. I think we both have a soft spot for people that aren't uh, that that go against the grain a little people bit are and are different. still successful. Yeah, like, yeah,
0: yeah, like and it's not only that, but you know, being a Cubs fan, I have to watch John Lester try to throw the ball to first base every year, and Zach Greinke is a gold glove <laughs> pitcher. So, was, <laughs> I'm sure Astros fans love it that, like, when Zach Greinke feels the ball, it's like, okay, yeah, this guy's out. It's right. not like that with, with all the other pitchers. You know, and yeah, that's, that, like, a little thing that, like, you work on, right? So, I think that the fact that he's so good at that just goes to show, like, his work ethic, you know? You know, I, I love guys who work hard. So, yeah, that's why I've got Zach Greinke at 10.
1: Super good pick. All right, you want me to go number
0: nine? Yes.
1: I have a slugger, Joey Gallo, Texas Rangers. He, he is uh, he comes in at number nine on my list um, strictly because like baseball purists hate him. Like he is <laughs> yeah. he is the prototypical three outcome guy like at, like at the plate, like he's going to he's going to strike out, walk or he's going to hit an extra base hit like he and, and he does it effectively. Like he's not he's not like a, he's like a better version of Adam Dunn especially yeah, with what he can do. Yeah, he's a great
0: defender too. Yeah,
1: that's what I was just about to say, especially what he can do on defense. I mean, he plays multiple positions, has a cannon, uh, just an overall like stud defensively, and and mix that with his ability to, to drive the baseball and uh, get runners in and, and really just, just be the prototypical like player for this generation. I, I, I love watching him play.
0: Yeah, I, that's – You took the words right out right out of my mouth, man. He did not make my list, but that's a great pick. I didn't even think about him. That's a great pick.
1: I appreciate that.
0: So, my number nine. You're so kind. Hey, man, I'm here for you, man.
1: (laughs) I mean, I wonder what it's gonna be like uh, after, like, in, like midway through the third one we record. I wonder if we're just gonna it's just gonna be constant going at our necks. But right now we're doing all right. We're friendly.
0: We are for right now. We'll see what happens. So, <laughs> I don't ever want to
1: talk to you for three hours a day. <laughs>
0: <laughs> you know, this. it may change right here with my guy at number nine. So this guy that I have at number nine would have been number one before this last year, what kind of came to light. At number nine, I have – I can't call him the best pure hitter in baseball because of because he plays for the Astros. But number nine, I have Jose Altuve. Gosh. There's just just something about seeing a dude who's smaller than me be a great hitter. Like, I know, you know, the cheating thing, like, you got me. I'm going to be like, I'm going to concede if you bring up the cheating thing. But they still played 82 away games where they couldn't do that. And, you know, obviously in the playoffs, his home and road splits were terrible. And that's kind of how p- people found out about the whole thing. But, you know, during the regular season, his home and road splits were fine. And look, like, the guy's hit over three hundred every year of his career, except for his rookie year, which I believe was in, like, 2010, somewhere in there. Yep. So, like, the guy's a good hitter. Um, I think this next year his power numbers will probably dip. I think that that's really kind of where the science-stealing thing helped him because he was able to sell out to whatever pitch and try and hit it, you know, 400 feet, which he's proven that he can do now. And yes, yeah, so like he's a he's a good defender as well. You know he is, you know the player that I wanted to be growing up. You know a s- small second baseman who, you know, when he first came up was just kind of hitting for hitting for average, and now you know he's kind of expanded to hitting for power. So he's he's number nine for me.
1: Bang, that's all I have to say.
0: <laughs> I mean he's you know he's he's my guy, man. Like I'm. Going to stay loyal to him, you know? Yeah,
1: ride with your dude, yeah. If you, if you if you like him, ride with him. I just, I'm I'm over the Astros. Any Astros is always going to be a cheater to me.
0: I feel like a Patriots fan right now.
1: Yeah, just you are. They had, I mean, since essentially like, what you're doing.
0: Yeah, like they had their Spygate and their Deflategate, and they were like, no, these are our guys. We're going to ride with them.
1: Yeah, so I'm going to stop talking about the Astros and move to number eight. <laughs> Um, I have a third baseman. I, I realized I really like third baseman apparently. Um, there's so
0: many good third basemen in the league right now. There's just so many.
1: And this one's probably the best one of the bunch. Nolan Arenado.
0: You have him uh, at eight.
1: Yeah. I, I think I have some, some, I think I have a reason. Like he, he's, there's, there's a lot of guys after him. You better have a good I one. Make a, yeah. I can make a big claim for, for a lot of those guys. Um, but Arenado, I mean, what can, what can't you say? I mean, the dude is one of the best hitters in baseball and one of the best defenders in baseball. Like, what what? How do you how do you talk good about someone that's great at everything? You know what I mean? Like, it's just self-explanatory. Really, yeah,
0: yeah um, and you know the people who say that oh he plays for the Rockies. Like, look at his home and road splits. You know, he hits more home runs on the road than he does at home. Like, he's a fantastic hitter, like you said. One of the best hitters in baseball, maybe the best defender in baseball. It's probably him or Matt Chapman, in my opinion. And yeah. you know, we need to get him an MVP award because he's more than deserving of one.
1: Yeah, and that video that he did with A. Rod is one of the best ever. I don't know if you, if any of you have where heard seen from that his video. Knees? Yeah, where he's just going over how he how he goes about his defensive training and and how his day starts at the ballpark on game days. It's just.
0: Yeah. It's excellent. I would go to YouTube and watch that. It's awesome. I've seen it. It's fantastic. Especially, you know, as a guy who grew up playing infield, like I'd watch that video like once a month and just marvel at his arm strength. Because, you know, I didn't have a good arm when I played. And just watching him is just so much fun. So yeah. So is is he the highest third baseman on your list? Yes. Okay, good. I was gonna say if you have a third baseman in front of him, I was gonna be upset. But that's that's okay then.
1: Yeah, no, no other third baseman. Uh, all my honorable mentions were pretty much third baseman position player-wise. So, yeah, a lot of good third basemen out there right now.
0: Yeah, so my number eight is a right fielder, Mookie Betts. Okay. You don't sound sold on that. Do, do you like that? What, what are you thinking?
1: I don't know. He he kind of fell off for me. Um, there's, yeah, he I did. Just, he, he's still good. Don't get me wrong. I'm not saying he's... He's bad or anything. I just think there's a lot of, especially the young guys that came up, I think he's kind of just taking a back seat to those type of guys.
0: Yeah, he's – I like his personality. I think it's part of the reason why I've got him so high. Like when we talk about marketing baseball, very good bowler. He's good at everything, man. Like I know you've seen the clip on Twitter where he like breaks a guy off running a route and then they cut to him dunking a basketball and then they cut to him bowling. Yep,
1: he's athletic.
0: Very. And, you know, when we we talked – you know, I guess on Thursday about marketing baseball, like he's a guy that you can market because everybody likes Mookie Betts. Like you're gonna be hard pressed to find somebody who doesn't. He's a good player too. Like he's a great he's a defender. Great he's a great, great defender, man. You know, he's got a hose in right field. He can hit. I know, you know, like you said, he's kind of fallen off since his MVP season, but he's still a good hitter. You know, I mean, you know, if he wasn't, you know, one of the better players in baseball, the Dodgers wouldn't have gone out and paid for him. So, right. Mookie best at eight for me.
1: Good pick. Good pick. So, on to seven for me. And, um, this guy had had some off the field issues. So, I don't want to, I want to start there. I'm not condoning, uh, what this guy has done off the field. I'm not really even too sure of the specifics. This is strictly when I turn on the TV who I want to watch play. It's Heraldus Chapman. Yeah. Um, I, I watched him play uh, for the Reds for several years, watched him live. And there's a bunch of guys that you see play. Like, I've seen Trout play. I've seen all these different guys play. But when Aroldis Chapman comes into the game out of the bullpen to save a game, you can feel it in the crowd. Like, he is – you know that the crowd is about to get hype for him. And and watching him throw in a game is just so unreal. Like, it. I know he throws hard, but just his presence on the mound – that's a big dude. Like, make no mistake about it. That's that's a big dude, and he's he's really athletic. And watching him throw, a hundred and three mile an hour fuzz balls at people's heads is is entertaining. Yeah,
0: I couldn't put him on my list. He he's a great pick. I couldn't put him on my list because he almost blew the World Series for the Cubs. But that's a good pick.
1: Yeah. So, or and if you don't have, if, if, if I got to watch him in his prime when he was younger, and it was. Phenomenal! It was unbelievable.
0: But you act like I'm like so much younger than you, man. Like I remember him in his prime too, dude. I remember him I'm throwing... talking about live. Oh, okay, yeah. Never mind. That's fair. I'm talking I about wish... I to watch him yeah.
1: consistently live.
0: Yeah, that's a good point. Like I'm sure, like like you said, I'm sure. You know, guys like him and you know Degrom and Scherzer, like you feel it when they're on the mound, and you know, like you even play with guys like that, like. I'm sure that when you played behind T Lang, like when he came out on the bump, I'm sure you felt it like, okay, like here comes, you know, our dude. Right. And I'm sure that's that's a feeling that, you know, the entire ballpark gets. And yeah, so that's yeah, that's that's a good pick. I I like that pick at seven. So for me, me at seven, I've got another right fielder. And it is Christian Yelich.
1: Ooh, that low, huh?
0: Yeah. He's uh, looking at my list. I honestly though with with there's one guy that I've got in front of him that that you're that's going to upset you. But that's okay. I think everybody else though you'd say okay, yeah, that's fine. So 7, I have Christian Yelich. He's maybe the best pure hitter in baseball. Is that he he may be the best left-handed hitter in baseball. Is that he, a fair statement? What are you he's, thinking?
1: He's top 3. I'm not There's three guys that I'm not I can't Differentiate between, but he's definitely top three.
0: Who who are they? I want to hear your your opinion on that.
1: Uh, Yelich, Belly, Belly, and um, are you just going pure left-handed hitters? Because
0: pure uh, left-handed hitter, that's it.
1: I would have to say Soto. Um, he's up there. I guess it's just a two-man race between Yelich and Bellinger, but uh, I'm not really sure who who wins that race at this point.
0: Okay, that's fair. <laughs> but yeah, I, I like Yelich. Uh, I I would have him higher. I just I hate watching him play defense. <laughs> uh, he's not a very good defender. I think that's why I left him kind of lower. But yeah, I've y- y- Yelich at seven, like great hitter. You know, you can't really say much much else about him. I
1: have uh, I have him later on, so I'll I'll save my thoughts for later on. Sounds good. Um, and what are we at six now? Five.
0: Yeah, six, six.
1: Frankie. He's on my list at six. Old Frankie Lindor.
0: That's a good pick, man. I he's I just, should have put him on my list.
1: He's really cool. Like he he's really and and he's one of the, like you said he's probably the best shortstop in baseball. But just the way he plays the game, his presence on the field, um, how smooth he is, everything uh, combined, the way that uh, the way he plays the game is just uh, it's fun. It's like uh, it's like he's one of those guys that just goes out there and, and acts like a kid on the field and just. Just plays loose and gets the job done and some. So,
0: I'm I'm gonna make an audible to my list and slide Lindor in at eight and just take Mookie off as as an audible mention. <laughs> like, he's just, you know, he he's Mister Smile, like j- just like you said, man. Like, you can tell that he loves playing, you know, and he's not afraid, you know, to show his emotion. And you know, he's a switch hitting shortstop who with a goal, he's a he's a goal Glover, and he's gonna hit. He's gonna hit thirty home runs and probably he's gonna hit over two eighty. Like he's he's a great player. Like there's no other way to kind of describe him.
1: Yeah, I, I, I just I just think everything about him is is amazing.
0: He's so smooth defensively. Like just the way that he plays defense is you know, a big reason why why I love him because he's just he's just so smooth and he's got range. And he doesn't look like he has a cannon, but he does. You know, like like when you look at Carlos Cray, you're like, okay, this dude's six four, pretty built. Like you know that this dude's got an absolute hose. You know, and then you look at you know Francisco Lindor, and it's like this guy's arms probably average, and then he throws the ball like ninety five miles an hour across the infield.
1: Yeah, I mean he he does everything well, right? Like he he's one of those all around players, five tools.
0: Yeah, can can swipe bases too. Like yeah, he's he's a great player. So for That's me, at number number six for me, I have another pitcher, Walker Bueller, young guy from the Dodgers. He's just really good. Like I don't really don't know what else to say about him. Throws hard, good good breaking pitches. Um, you know, he's going to be the top of the staff for the Dodgers for a long time. You know, I think it's kind of you know the Dodgers just seem to always have a dominant ace. You know it. You know they got they've had Kershaw all these past several years, and now it's kind of getting passed down to you know Bueller, and I'm kind I'm excited to see you know what he does you know for the rest of his career because he's really good.
1: Yeah, I, Walker Bueller is a guy for me. I don't I don't know if I've seen enough of him yet um, to to really um, get a good idea, but based on based on the numbers and and everything, he he's definitely got a. I wouldn't say he's he's a definite ace, but he's in a position to definitely be that type of guy for a long time. You know, I'm not ready to crown him yet, but he's he's very close.
0: That's fair. I would rather I, have I, Luis I Castillo
1: that. at this point, but that's just me.
0: Is there a little bit of bias there?
1: No, I really think Luis Castillo has a chance to be the best, best starter in the National League for the next seven, eight years.
0: Wow, okay. Yeah. I haven't seen enough of Luis Castillo to kind of make that comment, but I mean I I trust your opinion on that. So okay, yeah. I'll I'll have to watch the Reds play a lot this year.
1: <laughs> you should. They're they're going to they're going to win their division, whatever division they play in if they play. They're winning
0: 100 games no matter how many games they play, right?
1: I think I said that, yeah.
0: <laughs> <laughs> All right, give me your uh, your number 5.
1: Uh Ronnie, Ronald Acuna Jr. from the Atlanta Braves. I'm sure he's on your list. I don't have list. him on
0: my list. He's not. What? You're gonna, you gotta hear my last five guys before. I love. That's a good pick though. I love. I love Ronnie. He's awesome.
1: Yeah, he's just like. He's the anomaly. He's like the 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 like speed and power guy. Like he's gonna, he's gonna steal a bunch of bases, and he's gonna hit a bunch of home runs. And to me, those are two of the most exciting plays on the field. So that's why I exactly, put him on my yeah. list. Like the Braves, the Braves got a lot of talent, and to be honest, I don't know why I thought this. I thought Albie's would be the guy, but it turns out uh, Acuna's is the face of that franchise. So
0: Acuna's um, so good, man. Yeah, just like the he, way he like the way said. he
1: hits, the way he hits, the way he's able to. His hands are so quick. His swing is so so pretty. Um, yeah, he he's he's got a, a chance to be right up there if he's not already. Um, with the Bellingers and Yeliches of the world,
0: yeah, he's like you said. You know, he's a great player, and he much improved defensively this year as well. Like he's, uh, he played center field for most of the year, for most of the year this last year, I believe, and he's good out there. You know, he's, you know, he. I think that was kind of the concern when they first brought him up, so they they stuck him in left. But you know, he's going to be their everyday center fielder this next year, and so yeah, that's that's a good pick. For a good I, I like team. that pick. For yeah, a good really team too. Yeah, a team that's probably going to win the NL East. I don't know. It's I always hate picking that division.
1: <laughs> Nationals again, they'll repeat, but whatever. Shout out we'll to Avery.
0: <laughs> so my number 5 is Cody Bellinger.
1: Dude, you are neat. What are you doing? You haven't
0: even heard, you haven't even heard the rest of my list. What are you doing, man? I don't you got to hear my how whole you list. put other
1: people in there. I I went okay. Disclaimer, to do my list, I went through my, I have every player in MLB The Show Diamond Dynasty, um, so I went through and made sure I didn't miss anyone, and I didn't miss anyone, so I'm confused as to who you have remaining.
0: Just think about it, you know, and you'll, when I say the names, like, we're talking about guys that are exciting to watch, so when I when I say the four names in front, I think i are going to say, okay, that's fair, except for one, there's one guy that I've got in front of him that's going to upset you, but that's okay. So, yeah, I've got, I've got Belly at five. He's a great player. I mean, I don't really know what else to say about him, you know. I love his swing. I, I love how it just looks like he's just trying to hit the ball as far as he can every swing, you know. He's a great defender as well who can play m- multiple positions, kind of like Joey Gallo in a sense. So, yeah, Cody Bellinger at five.
1: Okay, Cody Bellinger is is also on my list later down the line. Um, so I'll do the same thing with Yelich.
0: Okay, give, give me your number five. Your number four,
1: Giovanni Soto. Just kidding, um, Juan Soto. <laughs> um, the dude is what twenty now, twenty one.
0: Yeah. Okay, I, I've I've got to ask you a question before you go, and you give us your reason why you love Soto so much. Yeah. You you have the opposite between him and Acuna. Who, who you taking? Probably Acuna. Okay, me too. So yeah, why key, why do you have him in front? Like what what makes him more fun for you to watch?
1: Um, well, I've seen him play um, meaningful baseball deep in the postseason, um, and watched him perform at a the highest level. So that's why he gets the edge there, and that's why he's on my list so low because I've seen him play in big moments, the biggest of moments, and, and come through. And just the way his just presence in the box, um, I'm not too. I don't know if I really like him, like staring down pitchers or whatever. I don't really care, but like, not my cup of tea. I don't know. I, like, it's cool to be intense. I love like, it. Joey Votto is intense in the box, like, but Soto is a, just a little bit of step above that. Like, I love he's more that. showy. Yeah, it's more showy, and I mean, if that works for him, that works for him. And, and I just think he's got a he's got a bunch of talent, especially especially from the left side of the plate. I don't think there's a pitching pitcher in baseball that can get him out consistently. Um, watch out. Like, the dude's going to be – he's going to be definitely better than Bryce Harper. So, uh, the Nationals saved some money for a little bit and got the better (laughs) player.
0: I got you. A little Bryce Harper jab. That's cool.
1: Not really a jab, just more, more, like, facts.
0: It wasn't – so, this last year was Juan Soto's second season, right?
1: I think it was his – it might have been his rookie year.
0: No, I'm I'm pretty sure it was his second year. Because if it was his rookie year, he'd have won Rookie of the Year in the National League. I'm pretty sure think, it was his second.
1: Let me check real quick. Because I think the reason why um, they didn't sign Bryce Harper because Juan Soto was ready to come out. But I could be definitely wrong. Everything runs together.
0: That's I think that was part of it. I think it was that and then you know, yeah, Bryce Harper talked about it in his meeting as well. Yeah, and I believe Bryce Harper got called up in 2014. And won the MVP in 2015. So you know, like Bryce Harper had a really quick start as well, kind of to his career, and he's, you know, gotten worse. I don't, that sounds really harsh, but he's definitely his numbers definitely aren't as good now as they were then. So I, ever since seeing that, I'm kind of cautious to go in on these guys so quickly because you know pitchers are going to adjust. But you know, I, I don't blame you for having him that high on your list after, especially after seeing what he did in the World Series and just how, how great he was. So yeah, that's that's a good pick.
1: Sorry, my dog was barking as well. Uh, um, Daisy uh, made an appearance, featuring Daisy, uh, my dog.
0: So. <laughs> Shout out to Daisy. Uh, number four for me is Javier Baez. I wanted to put him higher, but I, I just wanted to be sure that y'all weren't like this dude's got his Cubs bias going. You know, just for me, you know, seeing him grow up, you know, because remembering him coming up in 2015 and playing on the the 40 man roster in September. And just kind of seeing how raw he was, into kind of what he's become now—you know, a borderline MVP guy. Like, he's just so much fun to watch. You know, he's improved so much defensively. Uh, Just being consistent, maybe not in terms of making you know the 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 crazy athletic plays that he makes, but just being more consistent on, yeah, just being more consistent on like the routine ground balls. Like that's why he played second base when he first got called up. He just wasn't as consistent as uh, Addison Russell was. But now you know seeing him as maybe the second best shortstop in the league behind behind Lindor, definitely the best shortstop in the National League. I would argue. Just you know the the power, the swag that he plays with. You know the you know a guy who can steal bases as well. Just one of the most electric players in baseball.
1: Yeah, so I have him at three. So that's a perfect segue for Javi. Um, yeah, I mean El Mago, right? That's that's what they say. That's his nickname, the magician. Yeah, I mean he he's uh he's came a long way, like you said. I mean the dude would the dude was on an unbelievable strikeout pace at the beginning of his career. It was it was historic, wasn't it? It was really, really high.
0: Yeah, he was like
1: like talk half about of his you know,
0: Yeah, you talk about, you know, Joey Gallo being a walk home runner strikeout guy, like Baez was, you know, home runner strikeout. He he didn't walk.
1: And he didn't hit that many home runs. Like it was it was more he's a strikeout guy. <laughs> And, and, and when he, and he, he when was he big learned, first in
0: 2016 in the playoff run.
1: Right. It, it, when he learned how to, how to lay off the slider and, and really try to hone in on his pitch. And he's, a, he's what you would call a bad ball hitter anyway. Like he, yes he can, he, he can do that stuff, but he's, he's toned it down a little bit and he doesn't do it as much. And he's, he's Let's still, he him. gets his. He gets his pitches now. He's not. He'll still yeah. have his strikeouts, and he'll still swing at that low and away slider. But um, he's gotten a lot better at honing in on pitches. He wants to hit, and, and even when pitchers come out of the zone, he's so good that sometimes he can he he can do some crazy stuff.
0: You can see, you can tell, like his approach is is right center, you know, and especially watching him early during last year's season, like he we come out. You know, opening day, he hits like like a home run to right center, and then he hits a double off the top of the right center field wall. And I was like, okay, this guy's going to be really good this year, you know, and he was. So, yeah, Javier at four for me, you said you had him at three, right? Yeah. Okay, here's my number three. Uh, This is my last pitcher. This is one of very, very few pitchers that I'll ever be like, okay, this guy's pitching, I'm going to stop what I'm doing and watch him pitch. Max Scherzer like he yeah. is like everything between like the different colored eyes and just the intensity that he pitches with it is so much fun to watch you know and you know seeing him pitch in the playoffs and everything it was it was just fun you know i remember watching him pitch with the tigers you know and then he ends up you know in dc and he's just he's just fun to watch pitch man just the intensity that he throws with it's just it's it's fun to watch i don't, i really don't know what else to say about it you know
1: yeah, that's why I put him on my honorable mention list. I mean, uh, like I said with DeGrom, one of those guys where when you get the ball, I mean, you're in the game. Top of the first inning, he's on the mound. You have a chance to win the game every single time, and there's a good chance he's going to go seven, seven, uh, seven innings, one run, like 10Ks. Like that, he's pretty much a shoe-in for that, and he has been for the majority of his career.
0: So, yeah, so give me your number two.
1: Christian Yelich. Um, you've mentioned him already, but um, fun fact about Christian Yelich: I really didn't like him when he was with the Marlins. I had the wrong I impression didn't of him. Um, definitely the wrong impression of him. But um, when he got traded to the Brewers, and, and he started to take off a little bit before he got traded to the Brewers. But um, when he was on the Marlins, I didn't really like him. But to, just to see how dominant of a hitter he's become, And to hear how he worked with Barry Bonds um, so much, I mean, you learn from Barry Bonds and you have that much natural ability and it all comes together, uh, you see what you get. Like one of the best hitters in the league, if not the best hitter in the league, not named Mike Trout. Um, And I mean, really, really a guy like that with the way he's built, uh, I don't see him slowing down.
0: I don't either. He's really good. So, I hate that he plays for the Brewers.
1: It's cool to see him every now and then when he like. It's cool to see him as much as we do, uh, just if he didn't tear our teams up like that. I'm about does. to say
0: unless he unless he hits like two home runs in a game, yeah. which you know, he he does. So that's that's a good pick. Okay, you ready to hear my number two? Yep. You may end the show after this. I, I wouldn't be the slightest bit surprised. So at number two, I have Bryce Harper, and uh, here's why: just the way that he plays the game, and just how hard he plays, you know, I, re- I have a r- very deep respect for. He plays with a lot of swagger, you know. He's he didn't. You know, I mean, in some ways, you know, I guess he started the bat flip, you know. Just everything about him, man, from the hair to the bat flips to just the way that he plays and the intensity that he plays with. It's f- so much fun for me to watch. You know, and he's got a hose in right field. That's about it. He's not a very good defender. Doesn't hit like he did when he first got up into the league. He's he's still a good hitter, though. And, yeah, so I, Bryce Harper at two for me. No thoughts?
1: You were – what? I didn't hear you. I was not listening. I heard Bryce yeah, I sh- Harper and blacked out.
0: Oh, okay. <laughs>
1: <laughs> no. no, uh, yeah, okay. He's your number two. You Bryce Harper is the most overrated player in baseball history. Um, I'm giving him a shot, though. I'm giving him a shot. Like, I
0: don't. I don't, like, you understand? Like I've got like I think you know Yelich and Bellinger and Baez and all these other guys I have above him. I, I or I guess below him. I think that they're better players. It's just like when I hear. You know, the Phillies are playing the Mets. I'm going to turn it on because I want to watch Bryce Harper's three or four at-bats.
1: There's 20 Bryce Harpers in the league right now, 20 of them.
0: (laughs) Can you name all of them?
1: I can't off the top of my head, but there's a bunch (laughs) of guys that do what he does, and, and it's not anything unusual to me. That's why I don't have them on my list.
0: That's fair. I just... The way that he plays the game is just fun to it's just fun for me to watch, you know. Just the emotion and the passion that you can see that he plays with, you know.
1: That's fair. Yep. So Bryce Harper's your number two. Respectfully yep. disagree, but also respectfully agree. So we're down to our number ones, correct?
0: So I'm I I know who yours is, and you can probably guess who mine is, right?
1: Mine is Cody Bellinger. Who's your number one?
0: Uh, Nolan Arenado.
1: Okay. Yeah. I can't argue with Arenado. I don't think you can argue with Bellinger. Um,
0: can't, dude.
1: Bellinger's like he sh- with the way he swings. Like it's weird that he can hit the ball to left field so well.
0: His swing looks really long, but it's not. Like, it's just he's fun to watch. Like I'm on board with that. Like I, I mean, I've got him at number five. And yeah, his swing is. Yeah, I'm with you. I don't know how he goes the other way as well as he does.
1: It's just wild. And, I mean, complete yeah. hitter for a guy that, that really looks like he's all out, selling out, like complete hitter.
0: Really? Yeah. You know, and Cody Bellinger is proof that if you're good in Little League, then you can be a National League MVP.
1: That is true. It, it does translate. It, 100%. Like, ask Todd Frazier, ask Cody Bellinger, ask Jerickson Profar. Like, if, if you're good in Little League and – and you make it to the little league world series there's a good chance you're going to the league
0: no doubt 100% that's that's why i'm not i'm not going to the league you know my my little league world series team you know we we never made it
1: now i have a i have a story real quick we okay
0: I mean, we we got time
1: hamilton little league hamilton ohio i'm sure you've seen them in the little league world series they've been a few times um, okay yeah to the actual big little league world series and I, they, they split it up. So Hamilton's a, a decently big city. so they have an East Side Hamilton and a West Side Hamilton Little League. And the West Side Little League is infinitely better than the East Side Little League. And wouldn't you know it? I played on the East Side team. Um, so when we would play them in the district finals to get to state, um, my 11 year old year, I was with the 12s and we lost by a lot. And then we put together a team in the 12U uh, League uh to play them. Reed Mouse was actually on that West Side team. Um, oh wow, that's and, cool. And we had um we had our best team, we had our best shot and one of the smallest players on their team hit a jam shot Oppo Taco barely over the right field foul line. Uh <laughs> um, oh, and man. we could and we could just not recover. Um so yeah, we lost 3 to 1. Season season over. Heartbreak City, I was throwing helmets. I had a hot head. I was throwing helmets and throwing my bat and stuff because I was so pissed we lost. Um, but then I joined them for, for travel ball, so, and we won a bunch of games. So, yeah, so I there never made it to the Little League World Series, which is probably why I haven't made it to the bigs yet. So a little story yeah. time for you guys.
0: I, I feel that, man. So growing up in Tennessee, you know, whenever Tennessee makes it, you know, it's usually good, uh, the team out of – you know, where I played at in Murfreesboro, there's a city called goodlidsville where all where all they do is play baseball, I guess, and they would, like, come through district and beat everybody by, like, 15 runs, and it's just like, like, you'd play them and be like, okay, guys, this game's going to be over in three innings, because they just did that to everybody.
1: Yep, yep, yeah, it, it, that's kind of how Westside was. They ran through the state of Ohio. Um they they usually either they usually made the regional final to get them into the little league world series or they got to the little league world series. One of my good friends, it's a year ahead ahead of me in school. He now plays for the for the Orioles organization's TJ Nick team. He made it to the Little League World Series, so and he's almost in AAA now. So the, the so he's getting the called up this might, year. Is what I'm hearing. The streak might continue. You never know.
0: Bet if he gets called up, well, even if he doesn't get called up, we should have him on the pod. Just saying.
1: Uh, yeah, he. He, I don't know if he'll do it. He's he's he'll big he'll big league us for sure. But shout out to TJ.
0: <laughs> Come on, TJ, don't big league us.
1: He will. I and he he'll be the first to admit that he's big leaguing us. He's one. He's like he's not going to sugarcoat it. He'll be. Like, I'm not coming on your stupid little podcast, even though we are the <laughs> even though we are the best podcast in the game right now.
0: Oh, without a doubt. You know that's that's fine, man. You know, hit, uh, haters going to hate. He'll change his mind after Dwayne Wade comes on next week.
1: Yeah, after we after the first ten minutes of our show is all ad reads for like Roman swipes and um, Febreze <laughs> and, and cash and Kroger and Kroger. We're we're selling iPhones by the end of this. We're going to the moon, people.
0: <laughs> without a doubt, without a doubt. So that's that's all I've got. Uh, you got you got anything else?
1: I miss baseball. This made me miss baseball quite a bit.
0: Me too. You know, ever since, you know, I I decided, you know, to not play this upcoming year, there's really been, like, before this, there's one moment where I was like, man, like, I'm really going to miss it, and that was when I was watching a video of Ronald Acuna Jr. hit absolute piss rods in a cage. (laughs) And this, you know, it's just like, man, like, I'm going to miss, you know, like, being with the guys and playing, but, you know, at the same time, like, this is something that I really enjoy doing, so – yeah, we'll we'll see.
1: Um, you know, Jonathan, we have a Twitter. Do we really? I think we do. I believe. I believe we do. I think it's at OT Takes on Twitter at OT Takes. Okay. Uh, I need
0: to look that up.
1: Uh, yeah, that's where you can go and interact with us. Um, I, I know we're getting a lot of interaction now. A lot of people are reaching out. I definitely don't say that sarcastically at all. Um, but yeah. So really, yeah. So go follow us. Go don't be afraid to, to interact. It's, it's not, people aren't going to make fun of you. Like, it's not, it's not like, it's not like that. Like go, go hang out and have fun with us and, and comment and interact with us. Um, for those who don't, you're going to be sorry. Um, <laughs> you're going to be sorry one day when you wish you would have had an inside track to OT takes and you didn't take it. So go follow <laughs> us on OT takes. Um, also leave a review like, uh, like this and review it and subscribe and, and give us your honest opinion. Um, whether you like it or not, give us an honest opinion an honest review. And, and we really appreciate it either way. Um, so uh, we got the business part out of it. Jonathan, anything else?
0: Um, if you have things that you want us to talk about, get in touch with us. You know, If you have our personal numbers, text us. If not, DM the Twitter or something. And, yeah, because, you know, like Zach said, we love to interact with y'all. And, yeah, and we're – as long as there's no sports, we're open to talking about just about anything. So
1: as as shown by our previous podcast
0: and the one that we're about to do. Yeah. <laughs> so, thank you guys, you know, for for listening to us. This has been OT Takes.
1: Love you guys.